Listener Production. It's time to get scrumptious with two sexy English muffins. It sounds delicious and it's adorable. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Oh. Oh. What? Oh, it's just comedy festivals come to an end in Melbourne and oh. uh, I barely got out by the skin of my teeth, mate. Do you know Woo-hoo. what? Almost every single year that I finished comedy festival, the very Monday after that final party, yep, voice gone. Oh no sick, doubt! Immediately about sick. It. Like, I would always get sick. Well, I saw Tom Ballard perform over the weekend, and his voice was a bit rough. He had to cancel a show during uh, during the run because of the voice stuff. Oh so, man, um, that's a bad feeling. I was in Edinburgh, my first season in Edinburgh. You get one day off in Edinburgh for the whole month. You have to perform every single night. And I got so sick because there's so many people from all around the world coming. It's this huge festival. People from all around the world all bringing their flus and colds and stuff into this one. So this one super bug just starts spreading around Melbourne. Okay, and this made... This was a lot more impacting before in the middle of a pandemic. But anyways... Everyone I knew got it. We all got it. We were all sick. I lost my... I, I got absolutely smashed like by this flu. And then on the one day off I had, completely lost my voice. Couldn't go and play poker with my mate Ronnie Chang and all his friends that they were playing. Yep. Couldn't do anything like that. Just yep. sitting at home, sipping the teas. Well, hope you're going well. As we do move towards winter on that So Congratulations, should say, as well to Geraldine Hickey for taking out uh, hey! most outstanding show at the festival. Uh, Charlie's Angel, Best Newcomer, which is good. Your pre- award you previously won. Yeah, I won that award. I also won the Director's Choice Award in 2015 for my show, The Other Guy, which you can now watch <laughs> on Stan and Hulu. All right. But Melanie Bracewell won that as well, so congrats to Melanie well, but this year. Let's, uh, she, she got pulled out of a netball game. I saw her turn up to the awards. She had to leave her netball game halfway through. She was in a netball game when she t- picked up her awards. Doing a bit of a um, Sharon Streslecki on, uh, on the stage accepting that award. But uh, I hope your weekend was great. Congratulations to your crew, Brisbane, for taking out the AFLW at O'Kine. But there was another big sporting event over the weekend. We're going to hear from someone who was there, not just a good friend of the show, a good family of the show. Yeah, that's right. My cousin Na Anang, <laughs> uh, champion, 100-metre runner and long jumper. We're going to chat to her, see how she went, whether she kept her title over the weekend. What was her title? Well, she she was the reigning champion for long jump and 100 metres. Wow, there you go. From 2019, because they didn't do the competition last year. Ooh, doubling so up. She, yeah, <laughs> so she's been a reigning champ for two years. All right, we'll see how she went. And we'll have to ask Nah uh, if there are any uh, young Matt O'Kine stories that she can give us as well. Uh, it'll be interesting. I'll be intrigued <laughs> to know whether she has any beans to spill. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Let's get stuck in. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. It's time now to welcome audio producer Chris Marsh to the studio. G'day, Marshy. Hi, guys. Um, thanks for popping in. You you just asked us a very interesting question. Look, this has been a long time coming. I sit in my studio after hours <laughs> cursing you for talking for so much and <laughs> as I'm editing you, and questions bubble up, and one of them that's been sitting there for ever since the podcast started has been... I don't know the origins of Rat Dog and Crumb. <laughs> I just accept them as nicknames at face value, but n- not having been a Triple J listener as mandated by my contract with this commercial radio company, yes, I don't know the origins of it and I've always wondered. Well, that is, that is an interesting question because they go, it's a tale as old as time uh, often. You'd remember them all, Matt. 
Look, I I can't remember why I am a crumb, except I think I just used the word crumb a lot to tell, to say people were a crumb. Well, I remember in your first week starting the job on Triple J, it's our first week ever work, working together, you were telling an anecdote on air and you said, oh, so anyway, I was at home just crumbing like a schnitty. <laughs> And, yeah. and you said, like, oh, wow, okay. It was just crumbing. Oh, I was just being a bit of a – and from there, you know, with stories, I'd be like, oh, well, you being a bit of a bit of a crumb, crumbing like a shitty way, that kind of thing, and it would just go from there. And then, and then people were crumbs, and then you've got to find a new way to say it, so suddenly someone's a, a sourdough offcut, and uh, <laughs> and then we introduced crumb of the year, and uh, away we go. And then the whole crumbing thing sort of took off. I remember when I met my current partner, Belinda, she – For the first time. Yeah, yeah, she was like, so what is crumbing? And I was like, well, you know, it's you can be a crumb, you can crumb, you can be crumbing. It's a verb, it's a noun, it's a very versatile phrase. Um, I'm crumbing up so you better get the schnitzel started. Crumbing up, I'm crumbing. I do remember. The origins of of rat dog. Do you like? Because it happened on the text line. It was the te- I remember Triple J text you, line. You were playing um, the was it Venga Boys? It was. So <laughs> when we used to read the weather, they got rid of us reading the weather for the country. It's a national radio station. We used to every after the news was done, we had to say Townsville sunny twenty four, Brisbane mostly sunny twenty two. Whatever. <laughs> Forget them all now. This is pre... I mean, when you started doing that show, it was pre-everyone having a smartphone. So It was, yeah. Everyone needed the weather. When we started the show, I played songs on CDs. You had to, <laughs> I had to get five hours worth of CDs out of the library and press play on each one to change them that's, every time. I just can't wrap my head around that. <laughs> it was rough. But, yeah, this particular occasion... Um, when you're reading the weather, instead of it just being a person reading the voice we, to, uh, you know, glamp it up a little bit, you'd accompany it with music that you wouldn't necessarily usually play on Triple J. Famous instances of when Sean McAuliffe joined us one time and he, he played a character in the same movie that you were in, Matt. Aquamarine, that's right. He played Stor- what, Stormy... What was his I character's just, I'm name? I'm thinking of Stormy Daniels, but that's not right. <laughs> no, he, played Storm, he didn't play Storm. the character of Stormy Daniels. Although I think Sean McAuliffe would do, do a very good one in the uh, the biopic of the Donald Trump years. A good Stormy <laughs> um, Daniels. Played, I can't remember what he what he who he played. Hold on, I'm going to Google it right oh, now. Bronze found it. Storm Banks. Storm Banks. Storm Banks. And um, we were reading the weather, and Sean McAuliffe was there. We we're just talking about Storm Banks, and I typed in storm into the music side of things that I went, here we go. I go, all right, here's the weather now with Matt and Alex and storm and hit Darude and music heads of record companies have said that moment is one of the catalysts of Darude touring Australia again. So you're welcome, everybody. That's where has he given you, has he given you a back. cut? Officially from that moment. And that's, that was the birth of um, the Tuesday Weather Rave. Anyway, we're getting sidetracked. So one day I played, well, there was a story about a bus, and so we played the Venga bus, right, Marshy? You'd know that well. Yes, absolutely. Venga uh, bus is coming. Yeah, and everybody's jumping. Everybody's jumping. jumping. <laughs> Come on, mate. From Marshy. Oh, God, it's been a while. From New York to? I know the words of Sandstorm better. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Um, so playing that, but when a song is particularly good, and you know when you're playing Sandstorm, people will text in and go, play it out, play the whole song, and we'll go, 
absolutely, you're welcome. Here it is. Here's the rest of Sandstorm. Uh, but when you're playing the Venga bus, you sort of, when you're behind the desk, you've got to make a call, okay? And you that call feel, is... You can feel the, the, the big dogs, the, the high heads at Triple J who are, you know, in, in the high offices. And how, who have... Berated us before. Exactly. (laughs) You feel the gaze of Richard Kingsmill just looking over when you go, oh, and also I played Vega Boys. You need to put that in the playlist for the APRA payments afterwards. So we're playing that and people are texting in going, play it out, play the whole song. And I'm like, I'm going to turn it off. I turned off the Venga bus. The Venga bus broke down somewhere between New York and San Francisco and it was no longer with us to which one Triple J listener texted in a one-word text, and it was just rat dog. (laughs) And Matt O'Kine found that very funny because that was not a word at all. It's not a word. (laughs) Not a word. It's not a a creature. Just the image. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm assuming the the head is the rat and the the dog is the second part of it. (laughs) Head of a rat, tail of a dog. But um, then Matt started calling me that and then... Whenever I did something wrong, people would call me a filthy rat dog. And um, it's just sort and of stuck. Seven years later, these things <laughs> stick with you. So there we go, a little bit of trip down memory lane for us. Thank you very much for that question, Marshy. So being a rat dog and bringing the bus, the Venga bus party to an end, mm. do you think that came back to haunt you as karma when you're on a bus tour in Europe? <laughs> Two years later. <laughs> you dislocate your elbow. <laughs> dislocate that was your elbow. massive. Sorry, dislocate your claw. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I am pretty sure that, you know, Venga Boy's good European band as well. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Well, it is all day breakfast. The Venga bus is coming <laughs> and Alex's whiskers are jumping. <laughs> Coffee? Yeah, go on. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. Oh, Matt, I was a bystander for a massive stitch up. Uh-oh. The other night. Who got stitched up? <laughs> I don't even know his name. That's how big a bloody stitch up it was, mate. Uh-oh. He's an innocent, unknown victim um, of this particular one, but just a gig had finished and we were just hanging around, uh, saying everyone's saying their goodbyes and this bloke's getting an Uber to his place. He's standing there and he's looking across the road. He's like, oh, I think that's, I think that's my car. And then these two girls get into it. He's like, oh, I'm sure. Let's look at his look at the number plate and it's across the road. So he's like squinting across the road. Like, I think that's, I think that's it. The car drives off. The white Camry turns right off into the distance. And um, he's like, I'm pretty sure it was. Next, like literally 30 seconds later, a white Camry comes around the corner corner pulls up, not his number plate. No. And these other people have just got in and just ridden off into the sunset. <laughs> and we witnessed it. The car's exactly the same, but those other people obviously didn't check the number plate, but it was just so nice just sitting there watching this amazing thing happen. I wonder whether they ended up in a completely different place. Yeah, I, it was, it'd be interesting to be, you know, a fly on the windscreen. Well, how, when would they have noticed? Because the person would have been following the... GPS. Well, in the app, he's like, cancel, <laughs> and then it gives you the options. And I think he said, this ride left without me. Which <laughs> 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 so it must happen so frequently that this ride left without me. And then it was, the next option was, yes, someone got in there instead of me. And um, well, this, he did, you this- didn't get charged for it. But, but then the 
I'm not sure if he could get in the other one because the other one would have been going wherever they would have had to rebook. I don't know. But I was there, man, and I was grandstanding, and uh, I was, you know, on the surface, I was like, oh, that sucks, man. But on the underwater, I was like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> uh, it really reminds me of when um, I was sharing a cab with someone on the way home, right, from a night out, and they, uh, I got out at my place in South Melbourne, mm-hmm. And they continued on. They said, oh, I'm just going to Middle Park. It's not too I think far it was Middle in the Park. scheme of things. Yeah, well, yeah, literally just like a couple of suburbs away. They said something like Middle Park, and they may have said the street, but they meant the street in Middle Park. Anyway, they fall asleep. It's late at night after a big night out. They fall asleep, and then they wake up on the other side of the city in so- at the same name street, but not in Middle Park. Ooh. Then they have to do a big round and it ends up costing them like a hundred bucks because oh. they, they they stuffed up. Goodness because me. Because they fell, <laughs> fell asleep. And it's, and it's happened Ruff, a couple Ruff of times. Ruff is waking up in the middle of a park. <laughs> 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 yeah, didn't you just yeah. have to drop me at the middle of a park? <laughs> but it's happened a few times when there's when suburbs have the same name street and suddenly you go like, yeah, I'll go to Ackland Street. Oh, bro. You I'm- mean St Kilda, but th- there's some Ackland Street and bloody... Geelong. Speaking of St Kilda, I went to Fitzroy Street in Fitzroy because where else would Fitzroy Street be? It happens to be in St Kilda. So I'm sitting there with a birthday present <laughs> and some poorly lit streets in Fitzroy, like listen, laneway. <laughs> I, like, right. I don't think this is the right place. <laughs> that, that, that's it. So, yes. Um, so rideshare stitch-ups maybe, just let us know. <laughs> yeah. Or even, yeah, yeah, rideshare mix-ups. <laughs> yeah. When have you gotten in the wrong Rideshare. I think we could go bigger than rideshare, you know, or you could go, when have you gone to use toothpaste, but it was the foot cream uh, sitting next to it. The <laughs> tubes looked very similar. Okay. Uh, get in touch. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All day breakfast. Oh, Alex Dyson, it is good to be with family members on this beautiful Monday. Uh, you I mean, I consider you my, part of my family. Thank you um, very much. And the yeah. listener listening in, that's oh, part yeah, of the All Day Breakfast family. You are certainly part of our family. But someone who's actually part of my real family and who gives me birthday presents uh, <laughs> is <laughs> my cousin who is, uh, well, previously, has previously been the uh, the. 100 metre and long jump gold medalist, Australian champion for the last two years, um, thanks to COVID, um, just competed in the <laughs> Australian Athletics Championships over the past weekend. It is a big all-day breakfast. Welcome to my cousin, Na Nang. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. No, thank you for jumping on, Na. It's uh, very exciting to be chatting to uh, someone related to Matt O'Kine and also who got all the speed and the propulsion in the long jump. Uh, you have been the reigning champion for two years in those events uh, in Australia. Please tell us. When last year got cancelled and you had to sit back and go, okay, I'll be champion for another year, um, how did that feel? Was it mixed emotions? I mean, like the burden was pretty heavy on my shoulders. Um, <laughs> it was hard to digest at first that they would do that to me. I mean, it's such an honour and I just had to had to learn to be humble with it, you know. Mm. It, it was hard to not introduce myself as, oh, I'm still national champion. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was, it was definitely tough for me. But, um, yeah, I was really glad that I got the opportunity to 
carry that tradition and, yeah, be a record breaker. That's yeah, it. <laughs> you are a record breaker. You made us yeah. very proud in 2019. You still made us proud this weekend. Um, not necessarily holding on to the, your uh, your reigning champion position, but how did you go across this weekend? Oh, I was so stoked. I'm currently injured. So me even just competing and being here is such a blessing. So I was happy to come away with a bronze medal, which was a a fluke if I'm being honest. I haven't really been able to train a lot and um, my hammy was sore going in and I had a little mini meltdown, but got there in the end and came away with the bronze and hopefully that's enough to secure me a spot on the relay for the Olympics. So, yeah, Oh, absolutely. Well, it's been such a tough time and then coming into the Olympics again now this year, um, what's the talk in the athletic field as to whether it's going ahead or not? Look, they've told us all systems ahead, like it's going to happen. So you kind of just got to go off what they say, but I'm just kind of waiting for the like, gotcha, it's not not going on. (laughs) But I'm hoping that's just not me being cynical that it'll actually happen (laughs) because what are they going to do if they cancel it again? Like it's just, it just needs to happen. Okay. Well, just get over COVID. Let's just (laughs) plow through. Let's get back to our lives and travel and see the world and do cool and things. And just so you can go to the Olympics. All right, nah, all right. <laughs> yeah, I uh, think that's a reasonable request, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I, think, I, don't I think that is pretty fun. Lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so tell us about what, who are some of the other winners on the weekend. Like, who took out the first place? Who pipped you over the line? And uh, how, how have some of your friends in the, in the, um, in the you know, in the competition gone? Oh, my friends are going well. Um, one of my friends did pip me. Uh, her name's Hannah Bassick. She's an incredible athlete. She's been in the sport for so long and just overcome a lot of injuries and just, you know, life really to come back. And yeah, she's so close to the qualifier. It's amazing to see. And the Olympic qualifier is actually close to the Australian record. So she's just like a hairline fracture, <laughs> pun intended, <laughs> away from that. Um, so... Uh, pun for me, sorry, because I have a stretch fracture. <laughs> Just background information. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and what about some other names? How's Nina Kennedy going? How's Nicola McDermott going? Well, Nina is going well. She won, so she secured her spot to the Olympics. She's an Australian She's pole, pole vaulter. She's an po- Australian pole vaulter. She's a pole vaulter. She's a huge fan of you guys, so she'll probably frothing that you guys are even talking about her right oh, now. Oh, <laughs> we're a big fan of yours, Nina. <laughs> and um, Nicola just won the high jump and jumped an Australian record, first woman to ever jump two meters. So what? she's pretty she did it as well. Yep. Ten. Sorry. Oh. Ten meters. Two meters. Two meters. <laughs> high, two high jump. Oh, high jump. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a long jump and gone ten. I was like, goodness gracious. <laughs> but she got so first first woman ever to jump two meters. That is incredible. Yeah, Congratulations yeah. to Nicola McDermott. That is so great. Yeah. Well done. That's amazing. And, um, and well, I love talking about this because Matt and I are nah, both very, very keen little athletes. Uh, when that was going mm. around, very popular thing to do: run, jump, throw. Not as so good on the throw for me, but. I always hit my back in with the javelin. I, I was one of those guys. You I, know what I, mean? I bonked myself on the back of the head with that javelin pole. I tell oh you what, goodness. but just watching it spin around. Yeah, it's so fun um, doing it there. But what what is it? Do you think for you, Nah, that made you keep going and keep training and working hard so that you can get to this elite athletic level? Whereas Matt and I decide to sort of just fade off into the into the distance. Well, look, I'm just saying it's not too late for a comeback for you guys. You know. Oh, the Masters series. Get your spikes out, 
dust them out. Well, you know, maybe last time I did that, I, and last time I did that, I honestly almost broke my ankle. Like I, I couldn't walk no. afterwards. It was so bad. <laughs> I'm too, I'm too heavy to be triple jumping anywhere. No, you guys, it's mind over matter. So yeah, I think after I did defeat Matt in tri- in triple jump, he he decided that's it for good. Yeah, I it was know, a bit it embarrassing. Wasn't a good thing for the family, honestly. <laughs> First, Matt, with your dancing and then losing a triple jump. Ooh, yeah, that's that's yeah. really rough. Um, I do get told I'm a fast walker, so maybe the fifty kilometer walk. I could walk fast for fifty kilometers. Ah, uh, yeah. If that's what you want to do, sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that sounds like a bit of shade to the walking. Um, no, oh, is, no, no. Is there anyone? Is there no, anyone? No. no. <laughs> I mean, who gets who cops the shade in the athletics industry? Because tell you what, straight up, I'll be honest with you, magicians cop it from comedians. All right, that's uh, <laughs> right <laughs> in the live performance industry. And you don't want to be one of those statue people. <laughs> okay, so. No, no, you don't. <laughs> all right, now, nah, well, thank you very much. Congratulations on your. Achievements over the weekend. Uh, fingers crossed for you getting on that Australian relay team for Tokyo 2021. Hopefully. Yep. We're hopefully hoping for that. And, a bronze um, medal. That should hopefully get you there. But nah, yeah. let's um let's talk uh, just before we go. Is there what do you have any memories of us growing up? Because I remember very vividly one of my first earliest memories of you was Woodford Folk Festival. <laughs> we were yep. we were all there. Our dads were running an African um, food stall. Oh, don't tell me the chichingas were coming out. Oh, yeah, the chichingas, the the black-eyed beans. You and your brothers. I just remember one afternoon just hiding in a car, but you kept yelling out my name. You guys were like seven years old or something like that, and you thought it was hilarious. And I was like, way younger. Oh, were you? Anyways, I thought it was very annoying at the time, and I was like, oh, (laughs) stupid cousins are just just want my attention all the time. But looking back on it, (laughs) yeah, looking back on it, it's it's always been such a pleasure being able to you know call each other family and hang out and do all those things. What was Matt O'Kind like as an older cousin? No. He was always trying to be funny, and it was just like, Matt, no, no, I'm joking. He's yeah, I can't really you on my podcast. How come you can't diss me now? <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm joking. Oh, that's No, great. he was always making us laugh. He was good quality, and we always loved being around him and Rachel. So, yeah, fun memories growing up for sure. All right, brilliant. Oh, thanks, nah. Well, nah. thank you very much for joining us. Uh, good luck with the uh, with recovering from that injury and getting on that relay team. And if you want to follow Nas' progress at Oyena N A A on <laughs> the gram, uh, which is great. We actually no, nah, we talked about um, our nicknames earlier in the show about how we got called Rat Dog and Crumb. Do you have a, a yep. nickname from the other athletes in the Aussie team? Well, pretty much it's just Yeah Nah. It used to be Nana, but there's actually another girl called Nana. So I had to lose that nickname, unfortunately. <laughs> so, yeah, now they just call me Nah. So, you know, pretty boring. Okay, Yeah Nah. nah. Or yeah Nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah Nah. Um, all right, yeah. thanks Nah. You're the best. And congrats again on a bronze medal. Well earned. Um, and, uh, yeah, fingers crossed for Tokyo. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Fish. Click fish. With producer Bron. Yes, it is a Monday, so we usually dive into the headlines that we're not too interested in clicking, lest we give those pesky media sites the uh, the attention that they so desperately grovel for. Well, that's the thing. We are interested in clicking, but because of that fact of not wanting to give them the sites, we wait for a Monday, because that's when producer Bron comes in 
and uh, gives us the info we were desperate for, but uh, didn't want to <laughs> yeah. didn't want to sell our soul for. Now, now, Brian, I'm hoping you don't have any stories about um, croissants, okay? Because I did click on one of those stories <laughs> over the weekend. Did you hear about it? I did hear about it. It's not in Clickfish, but uh, what did you Alex think? Did, Alex didn't know. So, so animal rescue workers were uh, called to an emergency in Poland uh, after the fears of a mystery creature was found, was lurking in a tree. People didn't know what it was. They were, they were freaking out, thinking it was some sort of headless beast. Uh, it turned out to be a croissant. Very, very flaky. Very half eaten and someone's nah, gone, yuck, and one. thrown it up. I don't know if you've ever watched the, the, the TV show Alf. Do you remember Alf? Yeah. Ha! Kill me! Right? So <laughs> that's that's my impersonation of Alf. Ha! No, what did he say? Ha! I kill me! Or something like that. Doesn't okay. he say that? Anyway, no his idea. face looks like a croissant, so maybe they thought it was <laughs> Alf in the tree. Well, it was worth the trip. That's all I'll say. They're getting to that, getting to that uh, simile now. Bron, what have you been clicking on? Because you you always get the cream from the top of these articles. Well, I don't know about that, but um, <laughs> we've got a source from Herald Sun. The headline: Call to change name of beloved Aussie food. Did you guys get sucked into this uh, ultimate clickbaity? Oh, uh, very red. The fairy it's bread. fairy bread, right? Yes. Yeah. Did you guys get sucked in? I didn't click on it, no, but I saw it come through and I'm like, here we go again. Because there's one of these every second day yeah. now, but this one had a bit of a twist, Bron. Yeah, it did. So a profile came up called Alexis Chase PhD um, and on Twitter she started a petition uh, for, with change.org and said, after spending my life abstaining from fairy bread, I've been fed up for too long. The term fairy is offensive and outdated and should not be used to refer to classic Australian food. So she wanted it to be named party bread, allegedly. <laughs> um, and then it all came out, you know, so many people ran this story. News.com ran it. Um, Lad Bible, Herald Sun, Daily Telegraph. Oh. The Daily Mail, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm assuming she's not real. She's not real. So it was all from the chasers. Oh, um, my gosh. <laughs> and they, yeah, they made this whole thing up. Um, it was pretty wild. They got all these followers on this fake account to follow Mark Latham as a joke to get more followers on a fake account than um, actually him. <laughs> and then a few months later, they did this petition with all the followers. So... Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Oh, they're still up to it, Chaser. I saw Dom Knight the other day, yesterday, actually, getting some coffee. I saw Chaz down at Comedy. <laughs> that was good stuff. Well, there we That's go. Still, still, uh, but yeah, still I up mean, there. it's going to be tough to beat the Apex prank, but I tell you, yeah, they, they hit the vein very, very well there, Brian. What's story number two? So, headline Bunnings customers, hilarious. Car park mistake. Oh, I, I literally just saw this headline <laughs> and I and I went to click on it and I said, no, don't do it, Matt. So I'm so glad you're telling this. Well, let me guess. They park in the middle of the, the car park. Yeah. Yep. That is it. So Bron. would you call that oh. hilarious? <laughs> hilarious. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not laughing at this. So wait. Did someone see it and they just kept trying to park and it was that they were getting it wrong or someone rocks up, they see someone parked in the... M- middle of a four, and then they go, that's hilarious. I'm sending that to the news. <laughs> yep. I'm sending it to the, the news. <laughs> Basically, so, yeah, they were just parked. This is in Perth at a Bunnings store. Oh um, the God. car was just parked in the in the laneway. It wasn't in a car park. Hilarious, guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
Can you believe oh, it? Oh, man. And we come in, you know, three hours early every day to script our show hilariously and then a car park's wrong and it beats us to the punch map. Oh, Who would have thought? So, I mean, do we, do we know anything more about the driver, about what were the ramifications of this were? The ramifications... Why it was national news? <laughs> national I can't news. explain why it was national news. International, really. Anyone can access this. It <laughs> is just... a in a tree. I mean, that is news. <laughs> That's international news, actually. That went from Poland to here. Okay, fair enough. Okay, what else is going on? So this is from 7 News. Headline, Food Network Salad Recipes Sparks Outrage. Dear, oh, dear. What could you have in a salad that would spark outrage? Sausages. I mean, I, I just, I'm just thinking because I just, I would just, that's not a sauce. Like sausage is not a salad food. I don't think I've ever seen sausages in a salad before. A so they haven't, got, they haven't chucked chorizo oh, in? Bit of chorizo, yeah. Fair call. Fair call. What is it, Bron? Um, no, 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 no. Let's guess more. Because, I mean, there were some pretty <laughs> funky salads around Australia in, like, the 80s. I mean, we're looking at, like, sunshine salad here, a bit of mango. There was, like... Mango is nice in salad. Uh, um, mango and chorizo salads, like... <laughs> 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 well, what about those, like... Uh, what about, like... Uh, no, was it sunshine salad? Is that what it was? What about those, like, those savoury jellies that were going around for a while? And, you what? Know, like, yeah, there's, like, savoury meats and jellies and, like... Oh, you mean like pate? And it had no, the like jelly I mean on the like, a, like meat in jelly. I'm going to Google it right now. What's it called? It's called aspic. Um, well, gelatin is derived from meat sources, is it not? Savory jelly sounds awful. Okay, what is what is it? What is in it? The salad. Yeah. It's a combination of mayo and popcorn. Got to grab. See, it looks like you're going to get a salad, but you look underneath and you see a pile of popcorn. That is my kind of salad. So, of course, they're American, but, um... <laughs> there is... Oh. What the... Did all of Australia's journalists take the weekend off? Like, what, what is going on here? People were just apparently outraged online. So what in the wide, wide world of white girl cooking is popcorn salad? That was one of the comments. Um, another one is I just puked a little. Another one is I'll call the police. So it's it's literally just popcorn with mayonnaise. That's the Ugh. two main ingredients. We've actually got the full recipe um, oh. up online. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's do. go. No, I'm looking at it now. There's like little bits of ham and carrot and stuff in there. It is, um, yeah, there's a lot going on. There's sour, sour cream, cream as well. Okay. Yeah, it's sour bit... cream and mayo? Um, and Well, no, sour cream, mayo, vegetables. I think there's peas in here. There's, I think there's sugar chives. in there. Okay. It's a bit I mean, I'm pouring sugar on your sa- on your I popcorn <laughs> salad. Is this I, is this is the chaser come up with this recipe? What's happened here? I tell you, and good thing is, if you have it at the cinemas, it only costs you thirty three dollars for for a box, so that's good. All right, Bron. Well, thank you very much for outraging us once again. Well, that's the thing: making us outraged over popcorn salad, making us laugh with a car parked rod. You never put a foot wrong, Bron, so we thank you very much and uh, we'll catch you soon. Thank you. All day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm -mm. Well, thank you very much for listening to All Day Breakfast with Matt and Alex. What a nice way to uh, clock off a Monday, Matt O'Kine, talking to some fam. 
Yeah, thanks as well again to Bron for bringing all the headlines. Thank you to my uh, cousin Na for being awesome. Uh, she's, it's so impressive watching her do her thing, the dedication that she, you know, puts into her work and also just how much all the athletes that she works with just love the sport. So, um, you know, if you like athletics, stick with it. I mean, you know, not stick with it. I'm talking to you. Watch it. Support it. Support it here in Australia. I tell you what, being a professional sports person in this day and age would be so trick. You're right. The dedication, the sacrifice you'd have to make. I, I wish I was around back in the day where you can just, you know, come straight from your job and then jump on and play on the <laughs> weekends on the in the field. top leagues and kick a few goals. On plane, some... plane over to England and 52 cans on the way and then <laughs> yeah. just where, hop on the field. <laughs> where Booty can knock back 52 cold ones and then take a screamer at silly points. Anyway, uh, we appreciate you tuning in once again and uh, that's why, that's why, Batokine, we got into podcasting because you can do both in this job (laughs) as Comedy Festival yesterday shows. Now, let's uh, say goodbye right now and um, catch you tomorrow, shall we? Yeah, we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.